You're on the Plants Grow Here podcast. I'm Daniel Fuller. Come along with me as we enter a hidden world of deep horticultural, ecological and landscape gardening knowledge with featured experts, industry professionals and enthusiasts. If we all agree that planting new trees is a good idea, and I hope we all do, we should probably document the condition of every tree in the urban forest, the works performed, and the scheduled future works to limit risks, right? This episode's sponsor, Forestry, spelt with a tree at the end of the word, is a tree management software system originating in Australia that makes life easier for urban foresters and councils around the world whose job it is to ensure that we all have access to trees in our urban environments. One of the co-founders, Ben Seamark, is on the show to explain who it's for, why they use it, and how the future's looking much brighter and greener for our urban trees because of forestry. Welcome to the show, mate. Yeah, thank you. So can you start this episode by telling us how did forestry come about in the first place? Um, Yeah, I guess it was through a recognised need um, to manage trees better. Um, That's sort of city trees, I suppose, or those trees that you see in the streets and parks. Um, Councils have a great sort of asset management systems for, you know, street signs and roads and everything, but not necessarily for trees. And it makes it very difficult to manage an asset like a tree or other infrastructure without knowing what you've got, where it is, what condition it's in, etc. And so, yeah, sort of saw a need that we needed to, a better system to manage trees um, in our cities. And so that's sort of where forestry came from, from that basic idea. Yeah, I love that. So it's born out of an actual need that you've actually felt yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been... Um, been in the sort of arboricultural industry now for about 30 years and um and i've been trying to build something like this for probably at least 15 15 of them so um yeah it was a need um that i saw a long time ago but it was the technology probably wasn't quite there but now the technology is kind of there and it's um progressing quite well now so it's um it's good to see um yeah trees managed as as assets um you know uh, digitally basically fantastic so who uses forestry? Like what sort of a person would actually download and use this software? Yeah, okay. So it's um, predominantly a city arborist. That'd be the sort of primary users. Um, but it's also the contractors as well that cities use. So um, all of the uh, uh, private companies that come in and help cities manage trees. So they also use the system too. And we have um, some nurseries as well that use it as well as they um, receive information from the system as well. Um, so yeah, it's a, it sort of it manages a lot of different users um, and interfaces within um, managing the urban forest. And um, yeah, the, but the city arborist is really who it's really focused for. We've also got like managers within uh, council organisations and people like elected members and just um, people all that sort of interested in the urban forest um, internally. Um, and we've also built some websites for external for the general public as well uh, through the data that's captured through forestry. Right. So it's for the professionals who are doing the work and then they can also provide that information that they're gathering to the other stakeholders. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. So what are some of the problems that it solves? So like, you know, in terms of like, yeah, why would somebody download this? 
Yeah, well, I, I suppose it goes back to that that basic principle of if you don't know what you have, how can you manage it, basically? <laughs> so, um, you know, a, a city's tree population is probably their largest asset. Um, you know, it outnumbers all other assets by probably tenfold. Um, and then within that asset, there's, you know, a variety of different species. So, you know, a, a typical mid-sized council will have somewhere between two two to 300 different species of trees as well that they're managing. And so if you kind of don't know what you've got, where it is, how it's performing, you can't really manage it at all. So um, forestry basically helps the city arborist understand what the tree population is doing so that they can make better informed decisions, essentially ensure that um, it's looked after um, in a way, I mean, it's an intergenerational asset, so it's not the city arborist is not going to be the only person in managing that. So he's got to or she's got to pass that information on to future managers as well. So um, that's essentially what I guess the system does and the problem that it's sort of solving there. I love it. I love it because I think that there are a lot of people out there right now who are probably just using pens and paper rather than <laughs> stockpiling their information digitally. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, uh, I've been in this industry for a long time and I've met some amazing, very knowledgeable people who have gone on and retired. And, um, you know, a lot of the information to manage trees, I mean, much like plants, is in people's heads, you know. And so <laughs> so when they leave a council, all that information and knowledge is gone with them. So, yeah, Forestry is trying to sort of help uh, the new people coming in, I suppose, into the industry. Um, to sort of, I suppose, uh, fast track them into some of the information that these sort of old timers, <laughs> I guess, or had or uh, the information. So, you, you know, basically with forestry, if you can imagine walking up and looking at a tree that might be sort of 40 years old or something and looking at it and sort of not really understanding how it's performed, you know, what, what the history of that tree was, um, how it's been maintained in the past. Yeah, with Throp Forestry, you can look at that tree and you can look at the data and you can obviously make a lot better in, informed decisions around the sort of cultural requirements of that tree. Mm, absolutely, especially with these sort of long time frames that we're hoping to get from our trees. Exactly, exactly right. It takes about 30 years for a tree to become sort of carbon neutral. So, you know, essentially um, we need to look after them so that they get to at least 30 years old. And unfortunately, that's that often is the time when trees are actually sort of um, declining in, in essentially. So we've got to do better. And that's where um, we, we've got to understand the trees better. We've got to manage them better and smarter. And we've got to sort of share that information across all of our cities. And I, and I guess that's where forestry comes in to help the city arborist do that. That's the first time that I think I've heard it takes 30 years to become carbon neutral for a tree. That's crazy. So that's including like all the transport, the plastic, everything else involved in growing a tree. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's what uh, the research suggests. And so, um, you know, when we're looking after assets, um, we're trying to maximise the asset return. And so we're, you can look at a tree and you can sort of, yeah, think of it as it's returning its value at about 30 years. And so if we can keep it at that point for as long as we possibly can, um, well, then we're doing a great job. And so, you know, the, the bigger the tree, the older the tree, the more um, benefit the city receives from that asset, the higher value it is um, and the more services it pro provides. Okay, perfect. So if we can track a certain mechanical damage or a pest or something like that in a tree over 20 years, say, rather than just somebody's career in that office, which might be two yeah, or three right. years when it's stuck in the head. I mean, that's going to help us build canopy cover. 
Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we we need to know sort of what's performing well, what's not performing well, so that we know what to plant, um, where to plant it. And also what's really important is how it needs to be uh, managed, particularly in its early years as well. So um, the most of the influence we can do to a tree is sort of in those young formative years so if we know that it needs to be watered two or three times a week or less well that's that's going to help ensure that those trees make it to the 30 years Mm -hmm. exactly i love it so can you tell us like what sort of reporting and analytics can professional arborists store within this software um yeah well it's kind of it's sort of unlimited really um it's got to do with the attributes that you want to collect I suppose and and what data you want to pull out of it but um, basically uh, it tells you all the information that you need to know about the tree population like sort of what species that you have in the city and where they are and and even how diverse that uh, that tree population is and that's really important to make sure that we have a nice diverse tree population so that through things such Mm -hmm. as climate change or pests and disease we're not sort of having huge um, impacts and big losses sort of across the tree population. So the system tells you that and it tells you how healthy that tree population is, um, its age structure and 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 that, those sort of basic metrics. And then we also can look at the resource side of it. So, you know, when was the tree worked on? Who worked on it? Um, when does it need to be worked on? And then how many resources do we need to maintain that tree or that that species or that tree population? So it's sort of, yeah, that's probably the two main um, reporting or analytics that we get um, out of the system. And because of the GIS software, you can actually pinpoint exactly where a particular tree is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's all um, you know, uh, GIS-based, I suppose. Um, it's all web-based, but uh, yeah, it's... Um, looking at the individual locations of the trees, and then you can sort of do spatial analytics from that. Love it. And what about scheduling? Like, can we say, oh, okay, so contractor A needs to visit this site on particular times? Like, can the councils, um, you know, input their own specifications? What's going on with scheduling? Yeah, so the the system um, automates its own scheduling, essentially, for a tree based on the tree and the tree type. And then and then uh, the city arborist can change that and modify that um, as they require as well. So, um, yeah, it it it's it looks after the basic the urban forest for the city arborist. Essentially, uh, they can jump online, um, and within about half an hour, they can understand what's been happening across the city in regards to their trees um, without mm-hmm. even having to pick up a telephone. Basically, so it's it really. Um, brings all the power into sort of understanding what's what's been happening, um, what needs to happen, um, and yeah, and then you can obviously communicate that to external contractors, etc., or internal staff as well. Mm. So, can you walk us through some of the other features that we might not have mentioned quite yet? Um, yeah, okay. So, I, I guess the the software looks at the whole life cycle of a tree, so from the, sort of identifying a space for that be potentially planted for a tree all the way through to the removal of the tree Um, and what you can do I think what's one pretty cool feature that's really helping cities out is that you can start looking forward planning or your planting program so you can sort of start um, preparing your planting sort of five or six years in in advance um, which means that you can um, get those orders off to the nursery industry so that they can uh, start growing those trees which is sort of a bit of a bottleneck a lot for cities so um, you know, that's just probably just one small feature, but a really cool feature, one that really, I think, is really helping the industry um, and, uh, and and sort of, I suppose, yeah, helping to take control of the urban forest. So um, that's mm. that's an example of just one of the little features there. 
but yeah, there's there's lots and lots of features. I mean, it's a uh, it, it has a quite a smart workflow in there. So um, it t- yeah, like I said, it tells you uh, when the tree needs to be watered. It tells you when it needs to be maintained. It, it tells you sort of when you need to assess it for risk, etc. As an so, I'm a landscaper, right? I'm not actually an arborist. I'm a maintenance yep. landscaper. From the outside, I can absolutely see the benefit from this, and it's really hard to understand the mindset of an arborist in this day and age who isn't using something like this. Um, yep. Why do you think that is? Is it just a lack of knowledge? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's probably. Um, it, I think tree maintenance or management of trees is really maturing. Um, I think probably ten years ago, it probably wasn't quite as mature as in the industry. But now, with a big focus on sort of the benefits of trees and the importance of trees uh, for sort of you know towards managing, helping I suppose climate change and some of our other challenges. Um, it's it starting to get a greater focus and there's more sort of professionalism mm-hmm. going into into the management of that asset. And so I think it's from the um, probably, the, yeah, the old, uh, I suppose, views of, okay, it's a tree, it just goes in the ground and we can sort of walk away and leave it to now, okay, well, this is a really important asset that we, we need to manage smart and and, and right. And uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a greater focus on it now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As I said, I'm a landscaper, so I've never actually used forestry pen. But can yep. you tell me, is it easy to use? Yeah, yeah, that's it's been all built for, with a front end sort of user in mind. So um, we basically have given it to a lot of uh, our clients without any training at all. Um, I mean, we've offered it, but they seem to just pick it up and run with it. So it's very intuitive. Um, yeah, very simple to use. Uh, with the mind, you know, the mindset that we're, we, you know, we're engaging contrastic contractors external contractors and etc and we don't want to add any extra time to their daily job we only sort of want to reduce the time that it requires to for their work so um yeah we've received some fantastic feedback just based around how simple it is um to use compared to other products out there Mm, i love that but i'd like to ask you how the product is different from other options on the market but before we get there i just wanted to mention that i did a quick Google search for checking reviews and it was pretty amazing. Like on the first one, which was Capterra, that was the first review site that came up on Google. You've got a 4.7 star rating and there were no reviews less than four stars. Mate, that's pretty awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, no, thanks. Well, I don't think we've actually shown it to anybody yet who doesn't want it. So that's sort of a good, that's the feedback <laughs> we, we like. Um, and also we, we haven't had anybody that's, you know, sort of, broader and then said no it's, it's not worked for us as well so mm. we're um tracking pretty good in that um and yeah we we work very closely with our clients and we listen to them and yeah so that's not that's no surprise to me it's it's great to hear but it's no surprise that we've got good online reviews love it so i guess you're working with a very specialized niche audience so this is not a product for everybody no, I think it's no. It's it, we're really focusing on the cities, I suppose, and that's uh, you know probably going to answer your next question. What's the difference is compared to other products out there? We are really looking at the cities' uh, arborist, I guess, um, and the management of uh, council trees or cities' trees, um, and that's really our a primary focus. Or else, or else, you know, sort of large asset areas as well, sort mm. of big, um, yeah, yeah, sort of big. <laughs> grounds with lots of trees like a botanical garden or something like that Mm. so the gis software is all in part of it i mean i've used some scheduling software before uh for the landscape but yeah nothing sort of this nothing like this at all so i love that you're the only one in australia doing this too right 
Yeah, I, I believe we are. Um, yeah, and I think from you know a lot of the feedback we get, we're we're probably the first in the world that sort of has, has approached tree management uh, like this in regards to using uh, data the way that we do. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, we we have been told by. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people that there's nothing like it around um, around the world, basically. So, love it, and so they can use it around the world. It's not just for Australians. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've had a lot of interest from overseas, um, and some yeah, and and so yeah, no, it's completely applicable. I mean, trees are trees; they they all require <laughs> the same sort of TLC, um, and it doesn't matter where they are. Um, so yeah, no, it's completely. Uh, you know, it's a great. I'm really proud that it's, you know, it's an Australian product and, and uh, yeah, we're very proud of that. And, uh, yeah, it's great to see that we're getting you know, some great traction overseas. So what's the next step for someone that wants to have a trial or, you know, learn more about this? Yeah, well, um, just, yeah, just reach out to us. I'm more than happy. I have to give you a demo one day. Um, but, uh, yeah, just yeah. reach out. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn or uh, uh, just uh, Google uh, Forestry. That's um, Forestry, T-R-E-E, at the end. Um, yeah, just Google, um, Google that. Jump onto our website and hit the contact us and we can, um, yeah, arrange a time for a demo um, or answer any questions. Love it. And check the show notes as well because there will be links to all of this stuff so you don't have to actually go and type it all out in Google. Ah, even better. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know about? Um, No, I think, uh, yeah, I probably think if, you know, if your listeners out there are sort of arborists or wanting to be arborists or getting into the industry, whatever that horticulture or whatever it may be, then, um, yeah, probably reach out to your sort of local arboricultural association um and yeah come along to TreeNet, which is a great um event that happens once a year here in adelaide um yeah and, uh, you know you meet other uh, people in the industry um and and it's just a great opportunity to learn it's a fantastic industry um like i said it's really maturing it's becoming very professional and i think there's just a great career opportunity out there for people who want to join I love that message. I think we definitely need a lot more arborists and a lot more arborists who take their career very seriously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really, it's just it's such an exciting time to join it now. So I encourage anybody who's got a little bit of an interest to, um, yeah, look into it and, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's got a bright future, I think. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time, Ben. No worries. Forestry gives our urban trees a better chance at survival by giving our professional tree people the tools they need to keep trees happy over the long term. If you're involved in the urban forest and would like to learn more about this brilliant software, check the show notes or Google forestry with a tree at the end of the word. Follow forestry on LinkedIn and Facebook to get inspired by case studies and success stories.